business in the front, party in the back, podcast. podcast. I'm Michelle. I don't know what I was and doing. I'm. What else did I do? I like throwing my head from side to side. Oh my god, Michelle was doing some weird like twerking with her head. <laughs> with my head. With my head. <laughs> Look, it's a, it's you know I'm being inspired. I'm being inspired. I'm going away for a few days. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, I'm excited, so I just can't contain my excitement at the moment, Lauren. I'm trying to hold well, it in. That's okay. Let it all out. It's there's no there's no problem with that at all. Oh, good, so good. yes, well, I'm Lauren, thank you for letting them know. Yes, very good. Today's show is brought to you by my business, Michelle Price, the Light Worker. So, Michelle Price, the Light Worker on Facebook. If you're looking for me, uh, mentorship. If you want to develop your gifts, uh, if you want to find out what your gifts are to start with, that'd be good. Um, so, yeah, do a lot of mentorship, uh, mediumship, readings, general readings, angel card readings, uh, healings. I'm a pod, uh, podcaster. Oh my gosh, I was reading my Trello notes as I was talking. Then, you know, you do that. You start writing down what people were saying sometimes. Um, yes. yes. So I do Reiki, um, chronic energy healing, and I'm also studying my Reiki masters. So I will soon be able to teach Reiki, which is great because I've had a lot of inquiries about it. So uh, that is Michelle, our price light worker on Facebook. Lauren, what have we got yes. up today? Well, you know, as you know, Michelle, every show we have a different theme mm -hmm. and, you know, we're two business women and, you know, if this is the first episode that you at home are listening to, well, welcome. I would really recommend that you go back and check out some of our previous episodes because they are jam-packed full of value. And uh, Michelle and I really kicked this podcast off when we were both made redundant on the same day. So it's kind of like a silver lining in what could have been a really difficult time and at times it's difficult. Um, and so, yeah, every day, every show, we're giving you advice. And frankly, you can learn from us on how not to do things in a lot do of the ways. complete opposite a lot of the time. Do the complete <laughs> opposite. Yes. Yes. Well That's said. Right. But we tell it like it is. And you know what I think is good is sometimes even when we feel that we've found a way to do it, if we know how to do it better next time, we just let them know. And, you know, mm -hmm. we're learning as we go as well, which is you know, the whole point. Otherwise we might not be here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we're talking about the dumb things we do um, today. Now the inspo for this came from uh, an incident in my little workspace here. Uh, I have been here for two years in this home and I only just realized we have a certain thing in a room that I'm in every day. And I've been in every day for six months after we were made redundant, <laughs> which is when the podcast started. So I'll give a bit more info about that shortly, Lauren, but I'd like to, uh, you know, leave a leave it hanging in the air there a little uh tease good. listener at home like you are, stay tuned so um what's going on with you how have you been any sort of big uh, takeaways this week for you lauren uh well we made an offer on a house and yes it we, looks gorgeous yes it's gorgeous but we decided uh they didn't accept our offer and we weren't oh. going to overpay and, you know, I'm bringing it up primarily because, well, I was going to tell you anyway, but I'm bringing it up during the show, I suppose, because I don't know where my house is, but I know it's already there. It's built. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and so I know that, it, and I really put it out there to the, to the universe. I was like, if this is meant to be the right house, everything will just flow. It will be easy. You know, we won't have any kind of insecurity around it or any drama and when it when that wasn't what was about to happen it was just like now nah, we'll wait for the next thing and mm -hmm. so I think that you know sometimes we settle or we 
want to say yes to something because we might be impatient when what's really waiting for us is just around the corner. So I think that was, that's a really big lesson. And it's pretty cool because I don't know, you know, how this particular story ends. Uh, my partner and I are definitely not people who go, we're waiting for our forever home. We don't think like that because we're all about, you know, trying different things and having the best life possible, which means changing things up. So that's not what we're after, but we are after a home that, you know, suits our needs and our desires and in, in where we're at right now. And so, yeah, I guess it's just kind of watch this space. And if something seems like it's 95% right, but not fully right, then I think it's really important to listen to that. Mm, that's quite a Yeah, I think sometimes we do get caught up with thinking, I need to say yes to everything uh, because there's not enough, you know, like there's scarcity in the world, but really there's enough to go around. That's, mm, that's yeah, I really love that. I've um, just grabbed my notebook while Lauren was talking because I was like, gee, that's good. I really like what you were saying there. So I'm going to make a couple of notes. You know, it's important, isn't it? And I think that, you know, you and I are very similar minded in the sense that we know that, you know, we know how to listen to our intuition and our instincts. And, you know, we, we know that there's an abundant mindset, like the abundance is abundant, really. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we do have those voices of doubt that creep in and that go, oh, well, what if this is the thing? And I can tell you right now, if it's not flowing, if it's not easy, it's not meant to be. That's just the way that I look at, at life. I agree. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah that's so, um, yeah, so I'm looking at going to Darwin for a couple workshops next month, and um, I'm definitely going for one. And then I, was, I had um, booked in some other dates to do another workshop, but I haven't had a lot of interest. So um, I don't know whether or not it's the timing, it's to deal with COVID, maybe people's finances aren't as flush, you know, as they normally are. But that that's an example of something that's not flowing. So I feel like I've done a lot. I've done some ads, I've done posts, I've done Eventbrite, I've done cold calling. I'm going to do a follow-up email today to just basically say, or oh, I'm going to send it Monday morning and just go, hey, you know, last chance to book in because I need some time to prep for that as well. I don't yeah, want to yeah. just a last chance and then have it be in a few days, for example. Yeah. But if it's not flowing, then I just know there's something else I'm meant to do. And yes. so listen to that and not look at it as though, oh, I'm not good enough or people don't want what I have to offer. Yep. That's not true. I know they do. It's just, they mm. might not know it yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's, it's sometimes just the way, you know, we've got to find the way that sort of in, what is that in, you know, and the cold calling yeah. is hard to do, but it's, um, it's putting yourself out there, which is really great. I'm really proud of you for doing that. Cause we spoke about that last episode, you know, that you had to do. Thank that, you. So, and yeah. you know, you maybe just think of, I mean, maybe what would be a good idea for me is to take an extra day while I'm, I think I might do this, take an extra day while I'm there yeah. and drop off some flyers and yeah. introduce myself. Sorry, I was reading your mind. <laughs> yeah. so I answered you that... before you said it, but yeah, I knew what you were thinking. Yeah. 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 So right idea. Yeah, it's good to talk things out loud, isn't it? Yeah. Where you're like, Hey, that just, that was very clear to me just then what I'm meant to do. It's a great idea. And like, not to take, you know, the limelight off what you're, what you're talking about and I'll let you continue. But, um, when I was doing, uh, some things up in Mulaney, there's a little shop up there and I was doing readings and healings and things and I didn't really have anyone, you know, come in and I was like, Oh, well, you know, I ended up giving it away because I'm full time here now. So I don't really need it anymore. But 
at the time it did occur to me that I should walk up and down the street and like hand in my business cards, introduce myself to the different shopkeepers. Like I it did, you know, that's my sort of personality and that's how I started out in yeah. radio. In radio, when I started out in um, Charleville, I literally just walked to the streets and I introduced myself to the business people, the police officers, the firefighters, everyone. I just walked from business to business because I'm very face-to-face. I'm very like, here I am. And it, it worked, you know, people would come to me with their stories. I'd get leads like, and I've done that in every single market in all of my years of radio, every market wow. I went to, I, I did that. I'd walk into shops and here I am, you know, we're doing the news, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it, it really works, Lauren. So I think that's, you know, a great tip for me, Mulaney, I guess I just had this space. So I didn't really need to worry so much about it, but if that was my bread and butter, I would have been walking the streets. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's no shame in that. I know there's this no. whole thing where, you know, you're being vulnerable but that's okay. I mean, I only had a couple people turning me down on a cold call. Yeah. And I think I, I said in my, in the last episode that, you know, I wasn't selling them on anything. I was just yeah. saying, do you want more information? So, that's uh, it. yeah. And so only a couple times and you know, it's okay. I didn't take it personally. I just knew that it wasn't the right fit and that's yeah. fine. I love that you shared that story because it's so important that we do put ourselves out there if we want to get a result. And mm. I'm looking try to do another workshop in December. Mm. So it'd be really advantageous to me to go out there and, and promote it while I'm there. So exactly. thank you for helping me figure that out. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> no, it's a great, great, uh, great idea of yours. Um, so anything else going on with you? Well, not right now, just, you know, um, I don't know, pedal to the metal as they say. So, uh, yeah. But what about you? You're going on vacation, which is yes. awesome. Oh my God. The first three days I've had off in a row since, um, I started doing this since I, since we made redundant. Um, and I just can't wait. Like I feel like yesterday at the end of the day, I was just like, Oh mate, I really didn't realize how much I needed it. Cause I think when you're just, um, kind of surviving on adrenaline and just, you know, busy and back to back and all of that, yeah, you yeah. just kind of power through and, um, you just yeah. make it work. And yeah, I didn't realize how it's been a long six months. And when I was working for the company, we talked about this last episode, you have holidays because I mean, they pay you to go away. And I just have worked seven days a week for the last six months and haven't really thought about it. And I did take a couple of weekends off off here and there. And I think I was saying to you last episode that I wasn't getting a lot of my local clientele. So I was getting a lot of Zoom readings, but not a lot of local clientele. So I put up a post on all the local pages and then had a whole bunch of new people come in and a whole bunch of new referrals. And last weekend I did um, nine bookings across the weekend, um, just on the wow. weekend. And yeah, this week's been really full on. So I was grateful that I put that up because yeah, all these new people kind of saw it and people were sharing it. And we had Rodney, of course, um, commenting. Uh, Rodney has apologized since then, Lauren. So the Rodney saga continued wow. during the week. Wow. And, um, and someone, can you recap you that for our listener at home? Yeah, just in case he, he on one of the, yeah, he was on one of the community pages and had a bit of a, a go at me and for, you know, doing readings for people and it's all hocus pocus and I'm ripping people off. And I write back and said, well, mate, I was made redundant. And this is a skill that I've had since, you know, I was a kid. So I fell back on it and I couldn't get a job, couldn't get assistance. So this is what I'm doing. So this is how I pay my mortgages. And for me, it is very genuine and authentic, you know, and I, ha- I help a lot of people. So I sort of had my say, he said, oh, I'm really sorry for you, but you're still a, a fraud and a terrible person. And I was like, okay. And then everyone jumped on my defense. Like everyone jumped, uh, you know, against him and was defending me. And I sort of jumped out of it and was like, I don't want to know about this. 
but I did respond to one lady because she really was beautiful. What she said was really beautiful. She's a fellow light worker and she said, Michelle, you're doing a great job. Don't worry about people like Rodney, poor Rodney, but you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And I said to her, look, I'm trying not to engage in this conversation, but I just want to say thank you for what you said. It's so great to hear from a fellow light worker. You know, it's really needed in this time, you know, with what everyone's going through with mental health and other things that people are struggling with. And I don't know what happened to Rodney, but Rodney softened and he's like, wow, he's like, I hadn't really thought of it like that. And, you know, I'm sorry for the way I've acted. And he actually like apologized and was like, you know, best of luck to you both. And, you know, um, thanks for making me see a different perspective. Wow. Would you ever give him a free reading? Or well, does it- yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna offer for him to come over, but I just don't know if it's his thing. I mean, it's like you, like you don't, you don't need that. So some people don't ever want that or need that. So I did think yeah. about offering, and if he, if he said to me, "Look, I want to come because I'm a real skeptic," I would have been like, "Hell yeah!" Um, and I've read for yeah. many and changed her opinions. So, and not that it's about changing anyone's opinions, but I think it is just helping people see a different perspective. And that's yeah. why Rodney's disconnected now. He's not commenting on that anymore. And yeah, it was quite an amazing breakthrough. And I never expected that. So love that. It, me that it was a bit of a troll. So anyway, that was a big breakthrough for me. Now, I don't know if you saw this. I did want to comment just briefly on the house thing because we did get an offer in our house. We were trying to sell as well. Or not sell, you're buying. We're selling because we want to build and buy again. Sorry, buy and build again. Um, so we did get a great offer on our house, Lauren. So we're just having a look across the weekend to see what happens at the open home, but we have a very keen buyer. We're just trying to find someone else and he like to play them off against each other. So we'll see, uh, see what happens there. Cause then you can push them up a little bit further. So, uh, that could be very close to selling, which means we're very close to being able to buy on the Sunshine Coast and build uh, a game, which would be awesome. So just wanted to awesome. take that off. Yes, we're going to Rainbow Beach. So going away for three days and I cannot wait. I'm going to meet my girlfriend at the coffee shop, pick her up and away we go. But I am doing a little bit of work there. I'm reading for a couple of people, not live, but just doing like, you know, SMS kind of reading. So send them the results. Here you go. So doing a couple of those for people who are quite desperate and need the guidance. Um, but we are doing free Halloween readings as well, which is fun. We're all getting dressed up. Deborah's going to make me a mermaid. So uh, totally. So um, we had a bit of fun this week, Lauren. Have you seen those bitmojis? Have you come across the emoji? I know you don't use Facebook a lot, but you can do a caricature of yourself and then turn oh, into... Oh, yeah, a- I've seen them, but I've never yeah. used So them. we use them for Halloween. So we created like little Halloween emojis. Um, so rather than using our actual photos, we put up little emojis of ourselves and they're pretty realistic. Like you get to cut, choose your color of your eyebrows, the shape of your eyebrows, the shape of your face, the shape of your eyes, the color of your eyes, like everything. And by the end of it, I'm like, that actually kind of looks like me. Wow, that's amazing. Um, Beck ended up looking like Paris Hilton, and I'm not sure how that happened. But um, it's all good. It's all good. We've uh, done our little Halloween emojis, so that's done. Um, so we're doing a little live uh, reading thing on Facebook for Halloween, which will be really cool. And I don't know if you saw, but um, I did a bit of manifesting over the past few weeks. So I was trying to manifest uh, a moonstone pendant, yes. And... Um, it was going on for quite a while where I was trying to manifest this thing and it wasn't really happening. And I was looking online, I was looking in shops and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I got my, I'd waited like several weeks for these beautiful crystal bra- bracelets I'd ordered from a rally. And um, I can put the links to the show notes in the show notes to a rally. They're um, having a 50% off sale. They're closing down, I believe. Um, but you never know when they say closing down, if they're really closing down. Um, but anyway, finally got them after about five weeks. And what do I find in my little container? And I may even put this in the um, show notes, actually, the picture. There's a make a wish 
card that I spotted and it's got a little moon shaped, crescent moon uh, shaped pendant on it and it's all sparkly. And it says when the necklace or when the chain wears out, your wish is granted. So you make a wish on this little necklace. And I'm like, oh, wow. 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 So I really loved that. And it was just unexpected. I didn't ask for it. I didn't order it. It was just, I guess, they throw it in, you know, with every, every order. And um, yeah, so I was like, I got my moonstone pendant um, and I put that up and everyone was just like, oh my God, that's amazing. So it was like really, really good. And I just want to inspire, you know, so I was just like, well, you know, it did take five weeks or, or whatever it was, but um, it was in the making. It was in that little envelope and um, that's how manifestation works, my friend. So that is so excited. cool. And for those at home who are like, I want to know more. Well, we have a whole episode on manifestation. So go back and check it out because... Yep. Uh, yeah. How were you happy with the, um, with the bracelets that you got? I haven't worn them or, or taken them out of their little bags yet. Cause I'm taking them to rainbow. They're all in my little bag. Let's just say that they're all in my suitcase, Lauren. So I will be busting a new one out. I've got uh, five or six I order cause it was buy two, get one free or buy two, get one half price, something like that. So, um, yeah, I've got six of them. So I've got one for, uh, well, I've got two for every day in rainbow cause we're only there for yeah. three days. So I've got two for every day. I can, uh, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Um, but yeah, they're stunning. They're absolutely beautiful. And, yeah? okay. um, several of my friends ordered them as well. So I got to see what they look like on, on their wrists first. Okay. And, um, oh mate, they are stunning, stunning. So okay. yeah, really, really happy. I wouldn't order like, you know, I've got obviously crystals. We did an episode last time on uh, crystals and feng shui and all that. I probably wouldn't yeah. order a crystal like that without holding onto it. But when it's bracelets, I mean, it's just a little, yeah. you know, section of crystal in a bracelet. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. With that. So, yeah. Yeah. I see. You don't get, you don't have to feel the vibe. Yeah. Like I'm not working with it or anything. Cause you don't, you don't wear them yeah. when you're working anyway. Um, so yeah. back to the, uh, back to the episode, back to the theme. Um, so I might go ahead with this Lauren, cause I guess I've got a few, um, <laughs> this was, I was the uh, inspiration, let's say for this theme, doing dumb things. Um, so, and what, what actually happened and I did allude to it before is I only realized after two years of being in this house, Lauren, that I have a ceiling fan in my office where I work from and I put a post up and look, it got the most, the most hilarious results, hilarious comments from people. One lady jumped on and she said, um, Michelle, you know, don't feel bad. Like I was in um, my bedroom and um, I thought I was locked in and I spent, you know, two or three hours, you know, trying to pick the lock with the bobby pin, you know, how you see it in the James Bond movies. It doesn't always work like that. And then she realized there was actually another <laughs> door out of her bedroom. So her bedroom actually had two doors. And so she just turned around and walked out the door after two or three oh hours being stuck in there. So oh that made me feel a bit better. Um, that did make me feel a little bit better. But the story goes that I had a lady here and it was really hot. It was like, it was weird. It was like, I think it was towards the end of the winter or, you know, just coming out of winter, but it was a really hot day and quite humid. And um, we were sitting here sweating. And because we're on a noisy road, I often have all my windows shut. So we're sitting in here. It's like a hot box. The sun's coming in. And I'm like, God, you know, I'm just thinking in my head, geez, I wish I had a fan. Geez, I wish I had a fan. I'll have to get a pedestal fan. I'm planning it all out in my head while she's sitting there sweating. I'm sweating. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll talk to my husband about it tonight when he gets home. We need a fan in this room. And then I tell my husband when he gets home and he's like, and we're upstairs and he goes, there's a fan in the room. There's a ceiling fan. What are you talking about? And I went, no, there's not. And he's like, yeah, there is. And it went back and forth. No, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Until he walked downstairs and he's like, had a look to make sure 
And then he's walked back upstairs and he's like, you got a fan, Michelle. It's on the ceiling where the ceiling fan is usually on the ceiling. And I'm like, oh, really? And so I came downstairs. Sure enough, there's a fan there. I'm like, that's amazing. I have hilarious. It's been two years. I've never looked up. I don't know what's going on. Why am I not looking up, Lauren? I don't know. So um, that was super interesting. Um, And look, I do feel good because he did have to come down and check. So it just shows, you know, it just goes to show. He didn't know for sure, you know, he had to make sure. But anyway, um, yeah, that's where my inspo from this, uh, for this episode came from. Mm. So yeah. Have you had anything like that happen yourself? Oh, well, I don't know about the fan thing. When you were talking about the fan, like in Canada, it's not common to have fans. We don't have fans in our homes there. You wouldn't need them so much. No, no. So I just know when I moved over here, I always need a fan on. Yeah. I have this kind of thing where I realize that I need that air circulation. Mm-hmm. So um, it's funny that you, yes, you must not be in the habit of just turning the fan on in the room that you're in. No, Even if I it's not use... super hot, I put it on because I like the air. Oh, really? No, I just leave the windows open as much as I can. But um, unfortunately, we're on a really noisy road, so I've had to shut them. But I probably will have it on pretty regularly now that I know it's there. I uh, still haven't actually yeah. used it yet, but hopefully it works <laughs> when I get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny because, you know, when we, uh, when you said that you wanted to do an episode on this subject, I was like, oh yeah, that sounds good. And then I didn't prepare for it at all. And then, you know, about 15 minutes before we started recording today, I said to my partner, I was like, uh, I, we're doing an episode on the dumb things you do. And I can't think of anything I've done that I've done. So here I was thinking to myself, I must just be a bloody genius that I just don't do dumb stuff. <laughs> Gav, think of anything? I said to Gav, I was like, can you think of anything dumb that I've ever done? And he went, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> so, but then, you know, when you put someone on the spot yeah. and then it's kind of like, you can't think of anything at the moment because you just haven't had a moment to process. Anyway, he did come up with one story and then I remembered a few. So I'll share, right. I'll share one of them. So um, one of them was when we were living in Darwin and um, I drove a Prado and uh, I was driving it and it had, uh, okay, no, I'll just, I won't tell you the spoiler. I'll just tell you what happened. So I, I was driving it and all of a sudden the electronics stopped working on it. Now this is on, I think a Saturday. So it's, you know, on Saturday I'm driving and all of a sudden the electronics start failing and I'm going down this hill and it's not really working and I'm going, Oh my God, what's happening to the car. And I managed to pull in and go to a parking lot and park the car and I could not get it to start and I could not get it to work at all. So from where I was parked, we live about 30 minutes away. So Gav had to come and pick me up because the car wasn't working. And then I had to arrange to get it towed on the Monday. So I got it towed and I uh, got a call from the dealership and they said I was out of gas. That's what was happening. So I went, what? And so this is what happened. Okay. So this is what happened uh-huh. is that in the Prado, I had two gas tanks and I thought I had flipped it over to the second gas tank, but it turns out I hadn't flipped it over properly. Like I might've just hit it, but not actually transferred it. Wow. So it didn't even occur to me. So yeah, I got my car towed. Uh, because there was no gas in it. And then oh. I had to go into the dealership and basically pay for 
a towing and a check on my car just to find out there was no gas in it. Oh, that was pretty oh, embarrassing. That's very expensively embarrassing. That was an expensive mistake. Yeah. So that yeah. was pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, wow. I had another, another dumb thing happen that I just remembered where I was in Florence in Italy and I was in, uh, I'm a sucker for perfume and oils and anything that smells good. I know some people don't like scents. I don't like scents if it's uh, artificial. You know how some people have those senses you can plug yeah, yeah. into the wall? Yeah. I hate that. That's yeah. not, I don't like that. But I like the senses, I guess, if I choose it myself, I suppose. But, you know, perfumes and things like that, I really like. So I was in this... Um, in this store in Florence and there was uh, perfume there and I was spraying it on and I was like, Ooh, this is really lovely. Oh, and no. I said to the woman, you know, how long does this perfume last? You know? And she goes, well, it lasts quite a bit in the toilet. Oh, <laughs> I had a feeling. I realized I was spraying toilet spray all how over. How did you, how? It was an you... Italian. I didn't oh. read, like, I can't read Italian. Oh, so it's not like a normal, like it would have smelled nicer than it probably would have smelled nice. Yeah. Because yeah. toilet spray yeah. is so like, ooh. Some smells nice though. It must have smelled nice because I wouldn't have been sp- spraying like it this. around yourself. Like yeah, that. no, I wouldn't but have wasn't been doing it in that. like, because perfume's like a squirt, squirt. Like the toilet spray is like an aerosol usually. I have, there's body mists that are. Not an not necessarily an aerosol. I don't know. I have um, toilet spray that's not an aerosol. It's really? like a um, yeah. It's like a uh, it's kind of like a mist, I guess, sort of. Right. Oh, okay. uh, that's yeah. different. Yeah, I just call it poo flowers. That's what I call toilet spray, poo flowers, because it's like Jason goes to the bathroom and then it's like you spray that around and that's what it smells like. So that's my nickname for it. There's um, what's it called? Uh, I can't think of the toilet ones I have right now, but yeah, basically it's uh poopery. That's what it is. Have you heard of that before? Yeah, it's potpourri, but yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's a whole like it comes with a set of three. Oh and it's like, yeah, oh, and is that the that's the brand. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's that's oh, the brand. Poo-pourri. Yeah, and you spray it in the toilet and um not in the air, like you in just spray toilet. it. Yeah, oh and then it's this is a revelation. Like, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah. I've never heard of this. Gotta write yeah. this down. We'll put a link That's in the going show, in our notes. show notes. It's, um, it's a bit expensive, but it's definitely yeah worth it. So oh, this is got, good. Got off this topic is a there. Um, I have okay. I have a, um, a couple more stories, but I'll tell one, and then I'll let you have the floor, and okay. then I'll tell a funny story about my friend. But um, yeah, so we were in Japan. Notice how I'm telling you all my travel stories, but mm-hmm. anyway, we were in Japan, and Gab and I were sitting at a sushi train kind of thing. And so we're sitting there and, um, there's this, uh, the, uh, wasabi was like a powder wasabi. So, and then they had, um, hot water. So I guess you could, yeah. So we were like, Oh, you make your own wasabi. So we grabbed the, um, a little ramekin, which is a little container in the restaurant biz. We call them ramekins. And so you grab a little ramekin and then you put, we put some of the, um, the wasabi, the powder wasabi in the ramekin. And then we mixed it up with soy sauce. Sorry, I shouldn't have mentioned the boiling water. Forget I said that. So we mix it up with the soy sauce. So we're mixing it in and we're going, okay, we're like trying to eat this, you know, this wasabi, but it wasn't really spicy. 
And then this woman comes over who works there and she goes, no, no, no. And she cleared it all off and she goes, that's green tea. So it, the wasabi wasn't actually powdered that you make your own. You actually, that was green tea that you oh, were supposed to the green tea in the hot water. Yeah, you so it was like it was like every every station had a faucet and you could click a button and then it had boiling water coming out of it. You know what I mean? Like a tap. Yes. Every station had a tap. Yeah. Like how would you know what to do with the like if you see powder, like what would you how would you Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess there were cups there. You were meant to use your brain. I don't know. So uh that was pretty dumb and hilarious. I mean, I yeah, it's fair enough that maybe we just didn't know, but I still thought that it was uh, apropos to bring up today because it was yeah. pretty funny. Ladies like, story. no, no, no. Yeah. So the wasabi, would you get powdered wasabi? Like, is that a thing? No. So no. the wasabi was, I think, in like a different area. We just didn't see it. Ah, okay. Yeah. I think yeah. it might have been even on the train. You know how it kind of goes around and then you like choose the, Yeah. I think it was something like that. Yes. Yeah, so on one of the little plates. In front of our face. So that's why that's we gold. were that is gold. sense of what was there. Yeah, so love that's that. Pretty funny. Love that. But um, Gav said he'll help me come up with some. He'll help remind me of some of the other interesting decisions I've made. Yeah, um, <laughs> I actually just messaged while you were talking. Maybe we could do a part two. <laughs> he's given me. He has given me hell. Marry me. Oh my god! I just messaged Jason and I go, "What's some of the dumb things I've done?" Um, I can't remember. And it's the theme for today. And he goes, marry me. That's his dumb, oh, that's that's dumb thing funny. that I did. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> there's a, I know there's a few cause he threatened to tell my parents. He's like, I have to tell your parents. I have to tell your parents. This is really bad. Like, I'm really worried about you. There's some things I've done that he was <laughs> like, I'm ringing your dad right now. I'm like, don't ring my dad. So that's funny. Well, while I'm on the subject of my husband, it's quite funny. He actually, we were driving in the car one night and he likes to listen to the news on the radio sometimes. And so he's like, oh, we're driving along and he's like, Michelle, um, I want to put the news on. And he's like, it's on 96.5 and I just can't remember how to get 96.5 on the radio. Like what's the, how do you get 96.5 on the radio? And like the other name for 96.5 is family. Like he could have said, how do I get family radio on the radio? But he was asking me how I get 96.5 on the radio. And I'm like looking at him going, what do you mean? And he's like, 96.5. <laughs> like, what is it on the, on the channels? And I'm going, 96.5? And he didn't, he still wasn't getting it. And he's like, yeah, 96.5. And I'm like, it's 96.5. And he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> he like tuned it in and I'm like, oh That's my God. That's so funny. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, um, oh yeah, this is a good one. Oh, he just sent me a good one. This is, this is really, this is really bad. <laughs> So Lauren, I'm like, uh, this is when we're on the Gold Coast and it was really funny. Jason's like, he's always really funny about storms. He always freaks out about storms. Don't go out in a storm. Don't drive your car in a storm. La la la. And I very rarely listen. I very rarely listen. I find that hard to believe, Yeah, but okay. I'm sure. And so anyway, I used to deliver junk mail. So um, I used to deliver junk mail on the Gold Coast. It was just fun. I used to use it. Well, I was like, you know, I've got to walk my dog. And I'm like, I've got to walk the dog anyway. So I might as well deliver junk mail and earn some cash. It was like $2, $2 an hour. Let's just say that. So uh, it really wasn't worth it, but it was quite fun. Anyway, so we're going along and Jason's like, there's a hailstorm coming. Do not go out in the hail. Um, don't go outside. And I'm like, yep, yep, yep. And paid no attention. Anyway, I think it was walking distance. So I don't think I had to drive my car which was good. 
but I, um, I went out in the hail. Well, I hadn't started hailing yet. It was just threatening. So I went out and, uh, and I, got, I, I got hammered. I got pelted with hail. And I, yeah, I was sort of walking along and it was really hurting. And I was like, you know, he was right. He was right. I shouldn't have gone out. And it was really cold. You know how it gets like, it just changes. The temperature changes all of a sudden. And it's just like super cold. There were rocks. They're like landing in my head. But despite that, um, that was my junk mail one. But I actually drove in a hailstorm and he told me not to. Never did that again because I actually did get damaged. I, I, my windscreen shattered. And oh, wow. I, um, I was driving along and he was telling me, don't go out, you know, stay undercover, stay at work, whatever. Um, Cause it was another cover car park at work. But anyway, I drove home and I was sort of, you know, how you have that moment where you're like, you're driving under like a bridge and you think I should probably pull over. Maybe I should pull over and just sit under the bridge, but it hadn't yeah. started yet. It was just threatening. And it was this quick, Lauren, like I'm driving and I went under the bridge and I thought I should stop under here. You know, that intuition's kicking in yeah. and, it kept going. and then this wall, I'm not even joking. Like this wall of hail came from nowhere and over my, over my, it was unbelievable. And I was like, you know, and people were just stopping. People were just stopping everywhere, like in the middle of the road, like all of this. And yeah, my car got, got pretty hammered. So that was pretty dumb. Wow. And yeah, that was the last time I took a risk in the hail because when we had those big storms on the Sunshine Coast that was broadcast anywhere and everywhere where there was heaps and heaps and heaps of damage, I actually was at Mullaney and that was when I was still working up there. Oh yeah, that wasn't that dumb. Anyway, he's sending more, more dumb things, but that wasn't that dumb. Uh, yeah. And so I actually uh, stopped at Woolies and there was an undercover car park there and was very lucky uh, for me because a whole bunch of other people came in after me but they got, they got caught in the storm, whereas I avoided it. And uh, they were all out there surveying the damage and their kids were hysterical and it was just awful. So I just, I won't do that again. But sometimes yeah. I would it, you know. I, when I was driving home that day, there was like 10 cars, 12 cars pulled over just in one section. All of them, their windows smashed. Like it was the worst hailstorm I've ever seen in my wow. life. All their windscreens were smashed. Like they were getting towed. Like it was just horrendous. So that, I'm really I've never grateful. been in a hailstorm. Oh my gosh, you don't get them in Cairns or Townsville. Oh no. Because Townsville had the floods. Townsville had the big floods, but not the hail. Yeah, but not hail. I don't think it gets nearly cold enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, because the temperature just drops. It's like nearly cold enough. But even in Yukon, I haven't had a been in the hail. A blizzard, yeah. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. Blizzard's different than hail. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I have that listen to the intuition. Definitely, definitely. I have got one more story, I guess, and then maybe we can do a dumb things part two. Yeah, where, um, our significant partners can remind us of all the wonderful. I things. think we just get them in here and they can tell the stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I said to Gab. I was like, "Well, aren't you just with me because I'm beautiful?" <laughs> yes. Yeah. When you put it all together like that, you're like, "Gee whiz, why are they?" <laughs> yeah, I thought you hit the money when you got me. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes. So no, this story is, uh, it's one of my friends actually. And, you know, I wish I had seen it, but I didn't, I just got to hear about it. But anyway, it's still funny. So it's basically, uh, she was in the Yukon where I'm from originally, I'm from two hours from the Alaskan border. So we've got lots of snow and, you know, um, if you think about the gold rush and wolves and bears and mountains and great lakes and like basically an incredible paradise, that's where I'm from. 
complete polar opposite to where I live now, which is still a paradise, just in a totally different way. Anyway, so it must have been around, it must have been a hot day in probably January, February. I'm not sure exactly the time of year, but it had been, there was snow everywhere. But sometimes even when it's snow, uh, we have reprieves where we have beautiful sunshine and it's still a beautiful day and you might have your windows down. It's not common to have aircon on in the car. I never, ever used it. I've never used it in Canada. You just always have your windows down where we're from. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so this one day my friend was driving her car and she has a sunroof on her car, right? And so it was a winter day and it was really, really beautiful. And she just thought to herself, oh, <laughs> I, I'm going to open the sunroof because it's just so beautiful. So apparently a mutual friend saw this happen, right? So she was at a stoplight and it was red and she went to open the sunroof and she opened the sunroof and there would have been at least a foot to two feet of snow on the top of her car and all the snow went down into her car when <laughs> she opened the sunroof and anyway it's bloody hilarious when you think it's you know it's one of those Is things it? where if that was you that probably wasn't funny and I did talk to her about it later and she said it wasn't funny at all because it went in her purse um, and her phone was there and her wallet and you know like snow is water yeah. so it, yeah so I mean so there's that that definitely is not funny but it's a hilarious visual when you think about it at the same time with that much snow going into someone's car who just <laughs> was like oh I guess I'll open the sunroof that's unbelievable uh, how would you not oh, see the snow on the top cool. of your car or you just get used to it like you just get used to seeing yeah, it yeah she there. just probably wouldn't have even noticed it maybe it wasn't two feet that seems ridiculous but even if that's it was a half a foot yeah it still was still a, a significant lot. amount yeah to um yeah so I did an that's Australian thing there where I embellished how much yes. snow there how was the five meters of snow on the top of her car <laughs> How big the fish is. Lauren, that actually just reminded me of something else Jason did um, that was really dumb. And I feel like I'm telling more stories about the dumb things he does than I do, but I'm asking him and he's just giving me really dumb examples. I'm like, eh, that wasn't that dumb. But the snow story just reminded me, he was very, very tired. Jason works ridiculous hours, uh, which is also dumb, but he was Definitely home. Dumb. He'd been home really late the night before and then he had to go to work early the next morning. And the snow reminded me of this. He... Um, <laughs> He had um, our old cat used to jump on the front of his car and he didn't like that because he didn't like it scratching his paint. So he used to put a blue blanket, a light blue blanket over the front of his car on the bonnet. And then it was really nice for the cat. So the cat used to get on the blanket because it's nice and warm. And so the, you know, the bonnet's warm, the blanket's warm, the cat's on top of the blanket, loving it, loving life. Um, nice right. I can see where this is going. Yeah. So Anyway, he goes to go to work in the morning and he's like, oh, you know, backing out of the garage, the whole thing, you know, whatever, whatever. And actually, it just reminded me of something Tom I did do at that house. <laughs> and so he's backing out of the driveway. And then, you know, we're on a really steep hill. So we're at Pacific Pines on the Gold Coast and it's just all hill. And we're at um, the top of uh, halfway up View 360, what they called View 360. So if you went up to the top of that, you could see the whole Gold Coast. It was like a 360-degree view. We used to go up there to watch oh, meteor showers. It was really beautiful. Yeah. So he's driving up the hill. And he's half asleep. And then he's looked at the, at the front of the car and he's like, holy crap. And he actually thought there was snow on his car and it was the blue blanket. He'd forgotten to take the blanket off. So he's driving to work with the blue blanket on, on his bonnet. But his first thought 
was there's snow there's the on cat. my car. Oh. oh, the cat wasn't on there. I know you thought the cat was going to be I on thought, there. Yeah, I thought the cat was on there. No, no, no. Okay. It, was, it was a blue blanket and Jason thought it was snow. And I'm like, uh, first of all, it doesn't snow on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Uh, second of all, you need to start sleeping um, because that is scary. Like to think that you've got snow on your car, yeah. that is scary. When it's parked in a garage, yeah. yeah. So that was a big, that was a big, that was a big ee, red flag. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're clearly with Jason for his good looks. Yeah. Correct. Correct. (laughs) But the other dumb thing I just thought of when, um, when I thought of that was, um, I actually forgot to open the garage door and I backed into the garage door in that house. So there was always, we had to sell the house like that. There was always a big dent in the uh, garage door because I just forgot to push the button. And I'm just like, bink, straight into the, straight into the garage door. Um, so yes, yes. We've all done uh, things like that, I'm sure, where you just sort of we assume have. that the garage door is open. It was like, well, where's my butler? I mean, where's my butler to like <laughs> open the garage door? Like, push the button. Like, do I have to push this button? This is ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. anyway. Uh, it's a hard knock life. That's great though. So maybe, you know, we'll do a part two in a couple of months mm. and, um, you know, because uh, I know as soon as I get off this call, Gab we'll will be like, remember, blah, blah, blah. And I'll go, oh, yeah. shit, I should have talked about yes. that. I know there were heaps of good ones, but Jason's just giving me really rubbish ones at the moment. Yeah. I know there's well, heaps. it's pretty hard to think of things parents, yeah. on the spot when you say, yeah. tell me right, right this very instant. Yeah. Well, I have my own examples, but then I was like, I know Jason's got heaps, but um, yeah, he's just coming up with dumb ones. So Lauren, I think, uh, do we, we're doing the party element and you're sponsoring that. I've got a little bit of inspo, but yeah. not much. Yes. The party element is brought to you by the raw, raw spirit team. Growing your business is just the beginning. Michelle, too many businesses try to grow their business on their own. And when I say businesses, I mean the business owners. They actually spend countless hours testing out and investing in hundreds of strategies, all with the name of, all with the aim of building their business. I can't talk. I should probably have another coffee. And you're the reading it that, too. <laughs> I know that's that. Maybe I shouldn't read it. Actually, that would help me because then I could just ad lib it and say what it's all about. You know, really, what it is is I built the Rara, you know, Spirit Team because I didn't want to do one-on-one coaching because I really wanted to serve more people. And so I did that from, uh, because I think that it made a lot more sense for people to be in a community where they could support each other, where sometimes people are experts in things that other people aren't in, experts in, and kind of like give you the fast track to get to where you want to go. Right. So, you know, in the spirit team, we've got different service-based businesses, all with different backgrounds, a lot of, you know, health and wellness, a lot of, um, we've got artists in there. We've got a whole bunch of different types of people and we do power hours as well every month where we've got two different guests that come in and they teach on different subjects. So coming up actually later today, we have a power hour where we have a Pinterest expert. And so she's doing a full one hour training all on, you know, how to rock Pinterest. Next month, we've got a woman coming in who's teaching you how to do face reading. So she's teaching you all about different ways of face reading. Yeah. And we've got another woman who's coming in, who's talking all about public speaking and how to speak with authentic confidence. So those are just a couple examples of some of the programmings that we have, you know, and that's just on top of the daily support, daily inspiration and et cetera, et cetera. The cool thing about it too, is that, and some people say maybe I shouldn't do a risk reversal because it makes it look like 
maybe people won't like the product, but I like doing a risk reversal in the sense that you can try it for 14 days before, mm. you know, you have to pay the monthly fee, which is $57 at this time that we're recording. It might go up by the time someone listens to this, but I don't want people to be there if it's not going to suit them or if it's not right for them. Uh, I don't need their money. It's okay. They can, you know, I'd rather they spent it on something that was, that was working for them. So for more information, all the links to that in the show notes. See, this is why I need a script, Michelle, because then I talk too long about it. All oh, right. Good. We out there. Ad lib is our thing. Um, yeah. So, so the party element is basically, this sounds maybe a bit ridiculous, but I really would like to recommend that people go and they find a movie that they used to love that they haven't seen in a long time and rewatch it. Oh, so yeah. last night I rewatched a movie called Love and Basketball. Did you ever see that movie? No. It's on Netflix right now. And it was one of my favorite movies when I was growing up. I haven't seen it in probably eight to 10 years. Put it on last night. I knew so many of the words. Like I was talking for the characters. And I just, and Gab's you know, loving just, that. yeah, Gab's like, what? How, like, you've seen this movie a lot. Uh, yeah. And I kind of forgot how much I used to watch it and how much I loved it. And it was just kind of, you know, it's wonderful when you rediscover movies that you used to love. I also rewatched Twister the other day and yeah, I actually one. was doing a bunch of work while I watched Twister. I was doing a bunch of um, scheduling and social scheduling. So I kind of put on old movies that I've seen. I'm doing a job like that just mm. to kind of have it in the background. And mm. then it kind of makes it feel like data entry is not really as Challenge yeah, tedious. Morning. Yeah, yeah, it's really tedious. Like yeah. yeah, so that's what I would recommend people do: is just throw on a throw on a goodie, and um, you know, just get back into that and enjoy it. Because chances are, you're still gonna love it. Mm. Yeah. No, that's yeah. great tip. I love that. My only inspo was um, if you do something really dumb, don't post about it on social media, as it's there forever, and you'll <laughs> continually get reminders. Which I will. Yes. I'm sure in a year from now, I'll get a reminder about my ceiling fan situation. So, but it is, you know, despite that and getting into the party mood, uh, I think it is great to have something like that because it does make us laugh at ourselves. And I think if you can't laugh at yourself, there's something going on. You know, it's nice to have a little giggle yes. at yourself. The time you drove out in the hailstorm and uh, had to spend $3,000 getting the damage repaired. <laughs> it wasn't that much, but <laughs> You know, it is, it is fun to have a laugh at yourself. And I think that's the Australian way. Um, and I know that you're from Canada, but we like to laugh at ourselves. And I think we, um, you know, it's not a bad thing. Self-deprecating humor. A lot of people like to put themselves down. I'm not so much like that. But I think if I do or say something dumb, I'm just like, look, you just got to laugh. What can you do? What can you do really about it? You know what? I, um, I've actually, I feel like I've changed kind of a lot since I moved here. I, I, not to say that I... I don't have a great sense of humor. Like I definitely do have a great sense mm. of humor and I always have, but I think mm. that I don't know if it's cause I'm Canadian, but I think I was always kind of a bit more restrained mm. in that way. Like my partner's Australian and he laughs so naturally at everything when it's funny, he just laughs. Whereas mm. me, I'm really contained. So we, we could watch a funny movie and he'll go, <laughs> do you find this funny? Cause I'm not reacting at all. And I'll go, yeah, it's hilarious but I'm not laughing out loud. Do you oh, know what I mean? That's and, so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. So over the years, I've really kind of loosened up where I laugh a little bit more out loud. Whereas before, I don't know why, I would just always would internalize that. So I don't know if it's as North Americans who are a little bit more controlled in our behavior uh, and not really as, 
as free in that, or maybe it's just me, but I think it could be a North American thing. Uh, if you're North American listening to this and you don't agree, I'd love to hear from you. If you do agree, love to hear from you. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I remember maybe about a year and a half to two years ago, I was watching the movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah, that's the that one. Called. Yeah. That movie is so funny, right? So I I rewatched it and I realized that it was so hilarious and I was killing myself laughing out loud and I couldn't believe it. I was so I actually felt embarrassed at how how funny I thought it was. I was laughing out loud like through the whole movie and I enjoyed myself so much watching it, but it just I had never laughed out loud in that movie before. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I think we definitely do take life too seriously. Mm. And I think that when we're reminded of dumb shit we do, it's really funny because it reminds us that we're only human and we don't have to be perfect. Mm. And it keeps life interesting as well. And yeah, so I just want to reinforce, I suppose, that idea to just kind of go out there and and have more fun. That's for so, sure. So I'm just caught up on this whole not expressing the laughter thing. So if Gab was telling yeah. you this really funny thing, like if you came home and was like, Lauren, I just did the funniest thing. It was so funny, you know, so on and so forth. It was really dumb, whatever the case may be. And then he tells you this story, like, and you're like, you just laugh internally and like on the exterior, just like, like, is it him? Like, are you I'd laughing inside? Like, smile. I would, would probably smile. smile. I would probably oh. say that's hilarious. That's what I would say. Oh. I, would, I would go, oh, that's hilarious. And I'd smile and be animated. Oh. Um, your imitation of me there was like me grumpy, but smiling on the inside. No, I would be definitely smiling. Like I'm just I would, imagining. I you would mean, say that's hilarious. You in a comedy, think, like. Yeah, be- but I think that um, he told me a story the other day and I laughed out loud, actually. So that's what I mean. I, I've been in Australia for seven and a half years. So I think that I'm really kind of loosening up a little bit and able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that's pretty so interesting. It's definitely interesting. I, I actually never thought I liked comedies until I met Gav. I never watched comedies. Oh, you didn't watch them? No. Oh. No, I didn't like comedies. <laughs> That's what I thought I was the case. But then yeah. what? What? Yeah, so I like comedies now, but you know what it is? I don't like dick and poo jokes. No, I don't like That's dick and poo jokes either. Yeah, so a lot like, of comedies are like that. So a lot it's a clever of, comedy. Oh, well, yes, a clever comedy. Yeah. Not all comedies are like that. Clever, intelligent, whatever. I like that. I like intelligent humor. Yeah. Just I like, like I never really was into stand-up comedy either unless it was like relatable. Yes. I've gone to stand up comedy sh- like actually it's worse. We went to a, a show a little while ago, comedy show, and I was in the front row and Gavin and I always go, "Oh my god, Lauren should not be in the front row." <laughs> Cuz you're <laughs> because, the sit there. Because I That's don't lyrics. find a lot of stuff funny. Yeah. So um but I find it funny if it's intelligent humor, that's for sure, but if it if it's not, like I remember we went to um in LA last year we went to the comedy club. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the comedy store. So we went to the comedy store for a couple shows. It's a very famous venue. And some of the comedians were hilarious, but some weren't. And mm-hmm. I don't laugh when I don't find it funny. Yeah. So, yeah, but I definitely have loosened up a lot. So ha- if you, ha- having humor in our lives is really important. 
I reckon if you went to stand-up comedy and they were like, you know, busting out all these jokes, busting out all these jokes, and you're just sitting there like, like, you know, like this, I reckon you'd get picked on. Do you not get picked on by the yeah. comedians? Uh, well, I don't go to a lot of comedy shows, but I'm open to it now. Definitely would go to more. Um, mm. When we were at the comedy store, we did see one guy and he was, he kept looking at me, the performer. And to the point where I had to look away and be like, la, 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 like try to look in a different area because he kept looking at me and I couldn't, I didn't find anything that he was saying remotely funny. Yeah. He was like a dick and dick and poo joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. sex kind of thing yeah. all the time. And I'm like, I just think that's cheap humor and I don't find yeah, it, it funny. Yeah, it's not intelligent. Uh, I agree. Yeah, no, it's not. So, but yeah, he kept staring at me. I was kind of waiting for it, but he never, he never went there. Mm, he had a script, lucky. I guess he was following in his mind. Yes, lucky. Um, yeah, now, but no, I'm always worried about that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would think if you're sitting there. I like, always think, please like do this. not sit me in the front. I don't want to be in the front. Nah, because that you will get you will you will cop it. You will cop it. Yeah. Um, so next episode, Lauren, we are going to be talking about intuition and we yeah. will tie this in with our business in some way, shape or form, but it's basically about trusting your inner compass. And I feel like in a lot of the readings, connections that I'm doing with people, this is a big thing where people aren't so much trusting it as much as they could be. So I think this is going to be really good around how we can use that intuition to help guide us a little bit in business and life and things like that. So that's going to be uh, another one that's coming up next episode next week. Yeah, that's going to be a really good one because, you know, I think it almost comes down to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show in a way where we think we need to say yes to everything sometimes and we actually don't. Yeah. And so we need to listen to that in, intuition because if you don't, then your windshield could explode or you could go, you know, off the beaten track and really take a long time to come back and find your way. Like, that's why I always say, I just put that intention out there, you know, have it flow, have a graceful resolution or, you know, mm. whatever words you want to use. Yeah. I always add that word graceful into anything. Cause I remember years ago and I probably should save this for the next episode, but I'll just tell you now anyway, <laughs> I, I think I was asking for, I don't know, a sign or something to happen. I can't remember this scenario, but then somebody said to me, make sure you ask for it gracefully, like the gr mm. a graceful lesson. And I, I went, like oh, wow. Because if you don't ask for a graceful lesson, sometimes you can get it really, a really tough lesson. Whereas I'd rather smack not. in the face, like we had in March um, earlier yeah. this year. Or a car accident or <laughs> yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. So that's why I always try to learn from the small stuff. I try to learn the big picture. Good to you. Anyway. We can Good talk team. more about that next next show. Love that. Well, that has been the business in the front. Party in the back. Pod podcast. podcast. Oh, you didn't do your spirit fingers. I was waiting. I was oh, going to like. True. Podcast. Time, time my, uh, yeah, my twerk with your uh, spirit fingers. Uh, if you okay. love the episode, please tell your friends, your family, your dog, your cat, your bird, um, your neighbours. If uh, if you like your neighbours, if you don't like your neighbours, don't talk to them. Um, and if you didn't like the episode, Lauren, what do uh, you what do we want our listener at home to do? Don't tell anybody. Precisely. Great episode. Yeah. Good chat. Yeah. Good to have Thank a laugh. Thank you. Yes, very good. It was Wonderful. very humorous, Lauren. It was very humorous. Serious. <laughs> 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 Love it.